everyone, I'm Kat Farmer. And I'm Marianne Jones. And this is Been There, Done That, Got the Podcast. So this week, I've been there, done that, and I have been out in Dubai. Work. It was work, yes. I was very, very excited to be invited to the Emirates Literary Festival, which is in its 15th year. Well, because you are a best-selling author. A best-selling author. But to be fair, I did have a little teeny tiny bit of imposter syndrome because there were... So, Brian Cox was there. Oh, I love I know, Mr. Succession. Did you meet him? No. Well, no, because they obviously have some like author things um, that you know people go and you. I mean, it was in the desert. It was, it was interesting. It was um, a poetry reading for ninety minutes, which was it was it was it was interesting. But the food was amazing. The food was really, 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 really good. I can't see you at a poetry reading for ninety minutes. I don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah. Anyway, but the food was amazing. So, uh, and there were some significant um, absences, shall we say? So there was no. Uh, David Williams, he wasn't there. Was he meant was to no, be? Yeah. Well, he was there. He was, he was an author that was there. Well, where did he go? Oh, I don't know. I think he just sort of swanned in, swanned out. Didn't, uh, didn't come, didn't join the masses. What, VVVIP? Yes. Did not hang about with the little people. Hmm. Um, who else didn't hang out with the people? Oh, Jeffrey Archer. Oh, there, were, there were quite a few. Quite a few. But uh, other people I don't want to mention. Because <laughs> Tell me later, Yeah, I know, because they were conspicuous by their absence. But anyway. Mm. Um, yes. The hierarchy of writers, yeah. hey? Yes. But apart from that, it's my very first time in Dubai. Mm. And I have friends out there. And I had some free days in between my sessions. Um, and I loved it. And I met loads of wonderful people. Mm. Loads of amazing expats. Because you weren't sure, were you, at first? No. You weren't sure you were going to like the whole man-made situation of it. I thought, I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be really bling and really tacky. Mm. And it's not at all. Mm. It's a little bit, it's more new, I would say. It's like they've taken the best of everywhere else in the world and then just recreated it, but made it a little bit better. So one day I felt like I was in Ibiza. The next day I felt like I was in Barcelona. Then I was in Singapore. And then I was, it's just amazing. It's, do you know what it is? It's like Disney for grown-ups. Mm. Is it all gold taps and marble floors? No! Not at all. It still doesn't appeal to me. I, I, I know. promise you, you're like, and the food is off the charts amazing. It's really good. Yeah. It's really nice. Service is fantastic. People I know, people I met out there, loved it. So I did a session and there were lots of people that came, lots of wonderful, wonderful women. And they've all been living out there for, I thought they were going to say 12 months, 18 months. Oh no. 12 years, 15 years, 18 years, 20 years. There's a massive expat community out there, isn't there? It was fabulous. Yes, yes, yes. I bet they all love your book and wanted you to sign it. They did. It was, was, honestly, it was just fabulous. A great way to end January, or to begin February, actually. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Well, on the new country theme, I've been there, done that, just got back from my first ever all-inclusive wristband situation holiday um, to Senegal in Africa. Way back, way back when it was like, you know, the slave capital of, of, of the world, which is, it's got like a really dark, murky past. I mean, yeah, it was colonised um, by by various nations, um, including Portugal. It was a big influence on, on, um, on, on some of the architecture out there on one of the islands we went to. Um, but no, no, it's a it's a mostly Muslim country, but Muslims and Christians live side by side very happily. Um, but of course, we were on a on a um, all inclusive. Never done it before. I mean, I've very rarely done a package holiday. Cat, 
I don't, All right, I just, never, okay. I just don't. I just don't know why I never did. Should have done it when the kids were young because it's bloody cheap. Yeah. And um, but we ended up doing the you know like an Airbnb and a flight and a this and that and the other. Okay. And it all adds up. This all inclusive, swear to God, was what was it each? It was less than nine hundred quid each, and that was flight um, transfers, all of your food, all of your drink. Yeah, that's what all inclusive is, love. But I mean, I've never, I've never come across that before. No, because I kept thinking, hold on, they're doing, they're doing Prosecco, but you have to pay, I bet you have to pay a bit extra for that. Did, you, did they have champagne? Well, they called it champagne, but of course it wasn't. Was champagne. it from French France? I don't know okay. where it was from, but it didn't taste like it was from French France. Okay, okay. Not for that, not for 800 quid okay. for a week. Okay, And if you'd stayed for a fortnight, because, of course, this is the thing about an all-inclusive resort, the end of it, I literally knew everyone by name. Oh, in, I love, yeah. Including the air hostesses who'd come in with us, and because uh, it was over their flight time, oh, yeah. it, it was cheaper for the company to keep them there for yeah. a week. So yeah, they yeah. were milling about, got to know them, Hayley, Jill. Sebastian, and then they were back on the flight with us. So you end up knowing everyone's name, everyone. We've done very different holidays because this is every holiday you end up knowing people. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, you don't. When if you're in a, if you're say in a villa or a very, but I don't do villa holidays. We did one villa holiday years ago, and it was the worst experience of my life. It was the biggest, shittiest busman's holiday. I'm oh, not doing this doing again. Everything. Do you know what? That's it. Isn't it nice? Someone said to me, isn't it nice to just surrender for a week? It's like yeah. you're captive. You can't yes. you can do about it. Because I said at like day seven, I said to it, I feel a bit institutionalised. Oh, shut up. And, uh, but, in a nice, but in a really nice way because it's unbelievable. You could have anything you want from Senegalese to Italian to Chinese. It's everything. Ooh. Everything. I mean, you've been on a cruise. I've never been on one. But I imagine it's what a super-duper five-star cruise is like. It was a five-star hotel, wasn't it? This hotel, I think they're called... It was It was two, a TUI all-inclusive. And it was, I think, a RIU. Rio. Rio. If you go Rio, um, they're all five-star. Yeah. It was on the beach. Yeah. Uh, it was. Just, I mean, I know you're you're laughing at me because you've done. I, I don't know why I didn't do this twenty years ago when the kids were little. They're absolute fortune. I would have said refill. Yeah, have a refill. Yeah, not costing you anything. But do you find? Do you find that you um you then just for the sake of there is there is a part of me still to this day. I'm all right. I'm not so bad an all inclusive holiday. But when I when I because I obviously was was flown out with Emirates because obviously it was sponsored by the Emirates. Yeah, obviously. They flew us out, well, us, me, as in I was on my own, um, business class, which oh I oh. have to say, I was like... I bet Emirates business class is something Oh, else. my God. I was like a pig in shit. Mm. I mean, I was like a four-year-old touching everything. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> and, then was, and they come around, they say, would you like some champagne? You're like, well, okay. It's, I don't know what it's time is it in the morning. It was, it was nine. It was 9.25. 9.25. Would you some champagne? Absolutely. Yeah, yes, know. please. I know. Ver- vintage verb. Oh, stop it. <gasps> I know, but you're like, probably shouldn't have another one. But it's the year of saying yes. I've decided, by the way. Oh? That's my new mantra. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I've just thrown that in. We should have we could have maybe done something big on that. Let's save it. Do you want a little top-up cat? I do. Yes, please. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, please. Would you like more? But that is the thing. I've come back. Like, like I said, you could roll me off the plane. You could have rolled me off the plane because I didn't realise. I knew all the food was, was all-inclusive, but I didn't realise how nice it would be and that 
the drink would be so nice. So it was like rosé wine, really nice rosé wine. Yeah. Really. I mean, it was really, really nice. Could you have, could you have, um, bear in mind that I've done one or 25,000 all-inclusive holidays. Um, the, the, the sign I think of actually... A different interesting one is the fact that they go, you can have the bottle, or was it just, you just had to have the glass? No, you couldn't have the bottle. Yeah, no. I, do you know what? I, mean, I remember saying to somebody, and they're like, what difference does it make? It's like, well, none, but that's not the point, is it? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Because they open a bottle, and you can drink the whole bottle, but they have to pour it for you. They pour it for yeah, you. which is yeah. fine. Uh, no, I know why. I, sorry, I know why. What? Because rosé, what I have to do, and my kids used to go, oh, mom, if you get a glass of rosé wine, they pour a big glass of wine mm. I detest yeah because it goes warm exactly. I like it very very chilled so then I have to say like, don't do the glass thing don't do the glass and ice thing don't do the glass and ice thing and they say it right mum so I say can I have a, I like a glass of rosé please and they're all going don't do glass and ice don't do glass and ice glass and ice and I say I'm so sorry said, could I have another wine glass and a glass of ice which I don't think is that complicated I always say please and I'll say it really nicely and they always look at me as if to say it's because it's common as mock Oh, I don't care. It's not, it's, well, I know, but what it's like, it's, some oh, people are a bit snobby about that. But what, what? You why? can't put ice in wine. Oh, no, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. I just need to, di- oh, I, no, I beg to differ. Apparently, rosé is okay. Is it okay? Yeah, rosé is fine. Yeah, me too. I just thought it was common as much. Well, no, apparently, I don't know. Do you know what? I've asked a, a rosé winemaker, and I've asked my friend who is a wine expert. She says, absolutely, you can. Um, so basically, I pour a little bit of my rosé. And then I put some ice in it. Because mm. if, you, if, you, you know, if you're somewhere it's hot, even a little bit of rosé goes warm. Because you're right, you are, you're, you know, your glass has gone warm. Yeah, exactly. I was going to try and do the old, what I was doing at home, as you know, the um, having like three, four days off yeah. drink. That didn't happen. No. I got a prompt by my, um, my drink app today. I've oh. not heard from you for a while. What's that? What's your drink app? Well, I do a drink app so that I can chart in the days that I do and don't drink. Do you just, not just know? No, because I just, I, I need something to, to, I need like a star, I, I need affirmation that, um, I did not have, that I'm having a non-drinking night. Because me, if I open, I'm not very good at just having like half a glass of wine. Are you not? No, I like, I do like a drink. I didn't think you drank this much. You're not finding this very Well, that's why I have days off. I have days I have off. Days but when, off. I ha- when I'm actually having a days off has made me, I'm okay, like maybe I'll have two glasses when it's a day on, if I'm going nowhere. For going oh, out, okay. I have more. When I went to yeah. your, your birthday party. Let's not talk about that. That was that. That was some. I know there was there was some there was some wine right there. Anyway, yeah, anyway. But speaking of birthday parties, speak of me being fifty. Yeah. Let's talk about age and how women are judged more harshly well the topic of the week is um is madonna isn't it well the topic of last week actually because we're recording this a few days early um is the whole ferrari hoo-ha over madonna um and how how she looked at the recent award ceremony that she was at her face was just it was very it was at the grammys wasn't it um it was very it was very filled wasn't it it was very it was very worked on and now there's been a whole kind of two different camps one saying obviously both extreme ends yeah one saying it's no one's bloody business what what she looks like um this is um ageist and misogynistic and then the other camp saying but actually she looks awful and so I thought you know do we feel it was 
an age thing because she's in her 60s now or was it more of a perception of, of people thinking that it's surgery gone too far? And I just thought it was a really interesting subject to talk about because age is a biggie for us all, isn't it? Yeah. I, I Do you know what? I don't know if it was necessarily... I mean, I know she says ageism, ageism sort of mystic. I, I don't know if it was the fact that people were commenting on the fact that she just looked unusual mm. is the word I'd look mm. it was you know it was that going back to old, what was she the bride of Wildenstein yeah yeah who, who went it's so funny as well because I was saying earlier like when I was at, at, at Grazia every single week we 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 would comment on 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 yeah. some sort of surgery that had been yeah. perceived to have gone wrong mm. or or in fact you know we invented the word pillow face and and the too far face you know that the these it was it was every single week you know whether it be Nicole Kidman or or Jennifer Aniston or you know it was it was every everybody was sort of under the spotlight for how they looked and I I do you know looking back you think God different time now it's sort of I suppose it's the whole other way, isn't it? Is that if you look at someone and 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 think, "Wow, that's actually to the point of maybe disturbing," you you I suppose you can't debate it anymore. You're not allowed to talk about it, are you? Again, it comes back to you can't you can't talk about it. And I think in one respect, I'm very very much firmly with the feet in both camp of she can do what the hell she wants. Yes, who cares? I agree. Do you yeah. know what she can do? What she wants. Yeah. But but the same. On the same sort of, you know, with, I think there is something that says if you put yourself in the public eye, people are going to comment on how you look. Mm. If your look is so, as I said, unusual. I don't know how to term it any, any other way rather than yeah. it was just, it was just different. Quite extreme. It was, it was, well, it was a surprise. Mm. It was, it wasn't how she normally looks. And it was, uh, it was, oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. There's a part of me that really wants to kind of drill down into into why. Into if you've got all the money in the world, would you just kind of go go easy or on on the whole thing, on the whole facial thing, or get the best person in the world to do it? Or is there a perception of, of some people maybe wanting to look quite extreme? I mean, she herself said in her sort of Insta statement, didn't she? She said, um, we live in a world that refuses to celebrate women past the age of 45. Well, I de- you see, and I sort of think, unfortunately, it almost takes away. Had she just stood up and looked, you know, I, I say normal. I'm not going to say normal, but, you know, sort of hadn't looked so. I'm terrified of debating this, Kat. No, it's fine, because she did. And that's. Do you know what? That's my opinion, and I, you know, but the problem is that she should not. It's a difficult thing. She shouldn't care about what other other people think. Would I do it to myself? No. Do I give her monkeys that she's done it? Absolutely not. Mm. Would I call her out and say she looked and be absolutely horrible and nasty about it? Absolutely not. But here's the thing: Do you think women past a certain age are judged more on their appearance than men? I mean, I hundred percent. I mean, they are. They are. Yeah. And I don't know if it's kind of tied tied up in all of that. I mean, I can't stand the term, and it's only ever used for women. Only ever used for women. I think she looks good. Dot 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 for her age. 
You see, now that's really funny because that doesn't bother me. Does it not? At all. No. It bothers me. No, it doesn't. Like, you either look, just say, oh, you look good. Or, I mean, you don't have to say you look good, but if you want to, why say for your age? Because, do you know what I think it is? I think, and I thought long and hard about this, actually. Mm. I thought, and I thought this for ages because people have said it to me, you know, you can't see that. Or someone says to me, or someone puts on my Instagram, you know, look great for your age. And someone says, you can't say that. That's a really awful thing to say. No, hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you think, and I think of the perception of a 50-year-old, okay, a 50 or a 55, a 55-year-old, when we were young, here's the thing, and I love this analogy. So the Golden Girls, when they started, when they started, they, apart from Sophia, obviously the older one, were in their early 50s. Oh my God. Their early 50s. Yeah. And they were, to my perception, well, and I still look at them now and think, oh my God, they're like old women. Mm. As in how we would perceive elderly women to be. Yeah, more and conventionally kind of with a grey hair. With a gray, and a yeah, short, you know, tight Elasticated um, waist. Exactly. And I think, although that was American, it was still, it was still here. You know, I think historically women have been put out to pasture past the age, as she says, of 45. And I think, so if someone says, oh my Lord, you look great for your age, I think it, I like to think it's meant as a compliment. Mm. And I know it always insult. is meant yes. as a compliment, but I don't know. I kind of think, hmm, it's kind of reinforcing that stereotype, isn't it, of, you know, you can't look good beyond a certain age. So well, I have to mention that you're looking good for your age. Okay, I think maybe if we look at it, that, you know, the, the more that we... And it's weird, isn't it? Because then again, you go around in circles and you go, oh my God, am I doing it because I'm clinging to my youth? Am I doing it to look younger? No, I'm just doing it to look to look better. I don't, you know, and maybe if the perception is a grey rinse or a purple rinse and, you know, little tight curls and, you know, I, I, I you know. Wide-fitting shoe. Comfy slacks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, shoes with wide-fitting shoe. Oh, I've got my comfy slacks on today and a wide-fitting shoe. Have you? Do I look good for me, eh? Yeah, you do, you see. <laughs> but I just don't know. I just think, you know, I think it's going to take a while. I think all these things take a generation for perception to change and for language to change and for us to get used to the fact that actually somebody, you know, could be, you, you sort of want, you know, someone, you look at them, you think, oh, are you 55 or are you 40? I don't know. Mm. And I think we're moving more towards that. And I think let's keep the whole ageism and why do women have surgery? Can we do that for another time? So I think we should more, because that is, is a whole kind of yeah, other kind of worms, isn't it? Yeah, it is a kind of worms. And I, also my bugbear is, is why very, very young women have loads of stuff done and that does kind of, I just kind of think it's, it's, it, well, it's, 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 it's not to look younger, is it? No. I have to say, in the big thing in Dubai, and I didn't know this, I didn't realise this, and obviously the, I'm like... Genuinely, I just didn't realise that. The, I don't know the nice way to say it. Bum implants. Oh, yeah. Can you say that? Bottom. Bottom implants. Bum lift. Yeah, you can say bum. Bum. I might say bum. Bum, bum implants. Cheeks, but the yeah. lower, the yeah. lower versions. So those are implants. And there, what we did go to this beach club, and there was. So here's the thing: people look at Madonna and go, "You look ridiculous," and she's. I don't think it's ageist. I just think people were looking at it because it was. Your face looks slightly unusual. Mm. Let's be frank. Mm. And I was looking at these women who were, I mean, they probably were in their mid-twenties, if that, thinking, wow. What big old bum implants. It's the bum and the boobs. Yeah, bum but boobs. The, but it's, bum boobs, lips. It, I didn't see lips. The, the, didn't see the, the, the triple whammy. I don't know, but it was, I mean, they were like Betty Boot. I mean, they looked mm. like like walking bum. I was just, 
And so I'm looking at them thinking with the same level of, wow, mm. incredulity, shall yeah. we say, as I looked at Madonna. So I don't know if it's an age thing. I, I just think she's throwing that in as a card, as in going, rather just going, love, you've gone too far. Doesn't matter whether you're 65 or whether you're 30. That is just slightly unusual the whole reasons behind it are fascinating aren't they and I, I do worry that there's such an increase in body dysmorphia down to whatever with, yes. with younger people that it's kind of really quite frightening to me but is it any different though is that any different to when we were young and is it wanting to be part of a of a tribe we didn't have that wherewithal I mean think about what we used to do to our hair to knacker our hair because we wanted it to and look eyebrows. different yeah, exactly. To within an, um, plucked to within an inch of their life. But I used to put. It's not, it, it, but it is, but it's because well, it's, it's, it's more extreme now because it's available. Mm, yes, available. We didn't have anything available. I mean, you know, I mean, I remember putting Jolene bleach on my hair. We used to sit. <laughs> I used to have it on my hair with with tin foil on it. Yeah. At lunchtime. I mean, the things I used to do to get a tan, you wouldn't do now. Oh, baby oil. You put everything in oil. Yeah. Well, can you imagine? I mean, Sunbirds. I'm Irish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. But it was all to conform, and it was you didn't like the way you looked. No, you you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in our day, this is a whole other subject as well. And we used to bloody, you know, starve us. I mean, I know that still goes on, but it. But the perception of beauty was thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's different. And I, I just think they are. I don't think there's anything new about what people are doing. I just think that now there are so many extreme surgeries that can be have quite readily available. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't can, know where to go. You can go. go down to your flipping hairdresser and get stuff done, can't you, if you want Well, I don't to. think you get a bum implant. Oh, God, imagine that. I don't think they've reached over here yet. Have they? Maybe they have. Oh, no, no, no. Anyway. It was, I couldn't say my eyes. But when they walk, I mean, this is it. When they walk, you can see the implants. It, oh, it's so weird. And I was very conscious that I was very scary. And I was being like a five-year-old boy just going, I... You know, you talk, you know, when your kids look, you're like, stop yeah, standing, I'm being embarrassing. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes. It was, I was, I was mesmerised. So that's in pursuit of a Kardashian rear end, isn't it? I assume so. Yeah. I mean, I don't have enough. I don't have enough knowledge of that demographic, but I assume they're the ones that started it. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, know who their role models are. Okay. Anyway, well, let's do a poll, shall we? Are you um, flattered or insulted if someone says you look good for your age? We'll put a poll up, but let us know as well. Yeah. Um and yeah, get, get we'll put that up on at at got the podcast. Do you know what? Can we ask another one as well? Because yeah. I'd really like to know if people think that the reaction to Madonna's new face, yeah, let's call it a new face. It's a new face. Was it ageist? Yeah, was it ageist or sexist? Because people are saying there's it's misogyny. Yeah, but I mean, come on! Everyone says that when Simon Cowell trots himself out, looking like an absolute bellend. I don't know if he gets as vilified. I don't know whether he does. But I don't know. Is his as extreme? I don't know. Mm. I don't. I don't know the answer. I don't. Yeah. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. Yeah. I so, don't, I don't okay, know the let's put that out there as well. Let us know if you think it is a just or misogynistic. Right. We'd like to know your your view. Well, now we haven't had a wind yet. Oh, well, well, that was well a we have. Yeah, we yeah, have well, yeah. no, we've had a debate, heated debate. Okay. Okay, well, now we're going in for the whinge. Uh, it's a fashion whinge, and it's just about the fact that I am so bored of wearing so many clothes. I'm so, I'm just, I'm just, I've just done, I just feel spring 
should be springing soon. That's the thing about a winter holiday. I know yours wasn't a holiday, but when you go somewhere and it's hot and then you come back and it's like, ooh. It's also, and, oh, I've got a tan I need to show. Exactly. And the ease of sticking a dress on with a pair of sandals and you're good to go. I miss my ankles. Although I have got my ankles out now, but I mean, I just had to, I had to put, when I flew back, I had to put my trainers on and I could feel, feel my, hear my feet going, Please don't put me on. I know, I know. So what are you looking forward to? What's the next stage in your fashion oh, evolution in between you? Do you know what I'm looking forward to? Um, tra- uh, a dress? Yeah. Oh, Phil Collins weather. Mm. No jacket required. No jacket required. Or you can take it, but it's just as a, it's it's not there to keep you warm it's there just to keep the you know you can wear it over your shoulders well, so you've got a nice jacket and exactly shoulder robe it. exactly <laughs> exactly so i think i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to um i've got i do you know what i'm really looking forward to wearing i've worn them for years and i love them wide leg cropped leather trousers i love them you and your bloody leather trousers and i'm obsessed i can't be I'm doing obsessed. with it um and t-shirts or just like a really thin fine knit jumper yeah not a jumper that is made out of 85 sheep yeah just like half a sheep jumper (laughs) (laughs) i very much enjoyed having a pedi Couple of days before I went, I had gels, which you don't normally do. They're good, aren't they? No, See, really good. I told you. And I said, look, I've been picking these off in the bath. And she said, do not do that. Come back and we'll, and, and we'll take them off. Or you can't be picking them off in the bath. No, I'll come back with you. Yeah. You sit there. You sit there. Did you go to cons? No, I went to boutique. Oh, you got your posh one. It's not posh. Oh, it's posher than where I go. But where I go, I swear. Well, to we'll go and good. get them taken off and redone. Do you get? Do you have a chair with a massager in it? Yeah, of course oh, I do. Okay. All right, fine. I okay. love that massage chair. Okay, okay. Anyway, um, uh, and sandals. Oh, my sandals. And I wore I wore my new Marnie ones that I got less than half price in the sale. I haven't seen those. I know because they're new. I That's the other thing about winter sun. You get everything dirt cheap in the sale. Summer stuff. Mm. I am looking forward to a trench. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to not being to not being cold. Yeah. What do you hate about winter clothes, listeners? Let us know. Yes. What do you absolutely. What do you hate about winter clothes, everyone? What do you hate? What do you hate? Let us know. Or maybe you love them. No, I hate winter clothes. I'm no, not you. A, oh, sorry. You're, they, you're no, asking. You, yes, you. The royal. The, the royal you. The, the yeah. Is no. a royal you? No, the big you. The big you. They. <laughs> they. Not you. The most important people, yes. which are us, are our listeners. <laughs> you, our listeners. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think on at Got the Podcast. It's time for our me some threesome and this is the trio of treats getting us through the week go on you go first no you go first because you, you are to reading because you are reading oh, the most i'm reading the a most... book that you're just you're absolutely hooting your head off at this aren't you um so i've actually read i've read it um the seven moons of marley almeida it's a current booker prize winner and it's but it's not and it's by Sheehan. Karen Atilaka. Did I say that right? Yeah, you got that right, I think. Yeah. And, oh, I don't know. Um, and I went I went into it. I'm glad I read it when I was on holiday and could concentrate because there's about a million names, about a, a flipping million um, 
all different factions of 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 what was going on in Sri Lanka when it when it was based in. It was but you know partly to do with the civil war, but it's basically about a war photographer who dies and he doesn't know how he's got into the afterlife. So he's in the afterlife. He's in the in between, and he has to. He wants to or needs to for himself find out who killed him and why. So he's got seven moons, but it's actually seven days in in which to find out um, what what's happened to him, basically, mm-hmm. before he makes the choice of where to go. Okay. Right. So when you say it like that, it does sound... I go, okay, but you gave me this book earlier. You you, you said, <laughs> look at this. And, I, and, and, and on the back, it's got the reviews. Um, now, quite often when I'm choosing a book, I, I, like, I like reading reviews. I think, okay, what do they say about it? <laughs> Right, can we just listen to this? A Booker-nominated novel filled with humour and pathos, Seven Moons recalls the modern wit and surrealism of Bulkakov's The Master and Margarita. I mean, that sounds... If that doesn't make you want to read it... That sounds like a massive bunch of turds. However, when you read the middle bit, the beginning bit, Mm. what he says... Marley Almeida, war photographer, gambler and closet gay, has woken up dead in what seems like a celestial visa office. Mm. His dismembered body is sinking in the Bira Lake and he has no idea who killed him. That sounds a lot more gripping. Well, that's right up your street, isn't it? It's like a murder right. mystery. Apart from, here we go, someone says, it's supernatural conceit produces moments of real poignancy. Yeah. I mean... It really? does, yeah. Whatever. No. It's really, really, okay. really brilliant. I mean, it's quite a difficult. I say difficult read. Like I say, there's so many acronyms. There's so many different names. Um, there's loads of them. But once you get beyond that and go with it, it's really, really superb. And I can't recommend it highly enough. If you're really into into your books. Okay. All right. Fine. It's kind of say it does look. Just do not read the reviews on the back by. Yeah. People who essentially have dictionaries stuck up their asses. But so, listen, it's a flipping book of prize winners. Yes. It's not a load of rubbish, is it? No. Brilliant. Loving no, it. No. Go on. You, right. Your turn. Well, I, okay, well, obviously, I've got something very cerebral, haven't I? I am. Um, no, I was trying to think of something, but no. Um, uh, Elvis the movie. Yeah, but that is oh. cerebral. Oh, my God. It so is not. No, but it's a real, you know, it's Baz Luhrmann, isn't it? Uh, exactly. It's not rubbish. Well, no, it's not rubbish. Nothing's rubbish, but I mean, it's not highbrow. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Believe I've not me. seen it, well, I'm but telling you'll you. tell me it isn't. <laughs> Go on, no. tell us about it. Then. It's just brilliant. It's beautiful. It's, I don't know, it's, it's, just, it's fascinating. I've actually read Priscilla Beauty Presley's autobiography. Have um, I have, but I didn't, I didn't actually, there was so much about it that I didn't, it was more about their life and a perspective about her growing up actually in, in in Germany and it was it was that was really interesting but what I didn't realize is mainly about him and his life later about Vegas and about his manager so it's it's actually told from the um from the perception of uh his manager Colonel Tom Parker I think that's his name Turns out that's his name I don't know. Tom Parker. Don't know. Anyway, well, him. it's Tom Hanks, isn't it? It's Tom Hanks. I didn't realise for about ten minutes. I was like, he's really familiar. And they go, ooh, because he's got. He puts on a different voice. Is he very southern? A very kind of no. deep, deep southern voice. No, because he's Dutch. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know nothing about. Yeah, this. he's Tom Parker. Is like his coat. Is like not his actual name. So I won't tell you any more in case you don't know the story. So which bit of Elvis's life does it cover? All of it. Oh. And I didn't know about him growing up, where he grew up. 
it, it's honestly, it's absolutely brilliant. And why he sang the music that he sang and where he came from. And he was friends with B.B. King. And oh, it, it's honestly, it's brilliant. And what's Elvis like? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Austin <laughs> Butler. And he is. Calm down, Cal. Oh, yeah. Right. Come and, t- come and talk to me when you've seen that. Yeah, I will. Because you've got, is he absolutely gorgeous? He's absolutely beautiful. Do you know what the interesting thing is? He's absolutely beautiful and he is brilliant. And he apparently sings it all as well. I mean, literally, give that man a sparkly cape and get him back to Vegas because uh, Austin Butler could do oh, seasons there as Elvis. He's amazing. But really interestingly, right at the very, 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 very end, they then show montage of, of, of actual Elvis. And all through, this, all through the movie, you've gone, oh my God, he's gorgeous, he's gorgeous, he's gorgeous. And then, as an Austin Butler, mm. and then you see Elvis. Actual, actual Elvis. Elvis. And you're like, oh, I can't Oh, no, he was he beautiful. Was exactly what I'm saying. He was even oh, more Oh, I thought beautiful. you meant, oh, it wasn't as nice. No. no I, yeah, absolutely. Oh, beautiful is the word, isn't yeah. it? He was majestic. Yeah. Just, I mean, he was just, I mean, just incredibly, incredibly beautiful. And, you you know, you, you, you learn anything about why he sang it, why he sings, why he does, why he dances, how he does, what he did. But the most... Amazing thing, I think, is just it's a Baz Luhrmann film, so it just yeah. has this surrealist majesty to it. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's it's how it's do we beautiful. watch it? I want to watch it. Well, I saw it on a plane. Sorry. Oh, it's a plane film. Ah, but no. it's a plane film. Cat. Was it as good as 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 you know it could have been? Plane films. Well, I thought it was incredible. It was on a plane, so it's probably even better. No, oh. but on a plane, you like things you oh. never normally like. Uh, That's the thing with a plane film. Nope. I then watched a massive pile of shite <laughs> oh my god i'll just tell you what it was it's literally save yourself it's called oh as well it's ticket to paradise oh god hang on bear with me caller it is um george clooney oh see and um oh god what's her name uh julia roberts oh that one um, that had loads of hype is it rubbish oh it is Shit. Oh no. There is one good scene in the middle. Two good things about it. One good scene in the middle where they're playing beer pong and they're both dancing. It's obviously beer pong. Oh shut up. Beer pong? Yes. You know what beer pong is? No. Oh be quiet. Beer pong. Beer pong. Like ping pong. Yes. Is it ping pong while you're holding the beer? No. What is it? Oh shut up, you know. I don't know. Oh, okay, fine. So basically you have Oh my god! So there's two. You have a big table, big table, okay, and you have two teams, one at each end, one yeah. at each end of the table, a dining room table, right. and you have you set up um, cups, um, which are basically uh, cups, cups, basically you use any cups. Sturdy cups are better. I've done it before with you know you've got to put liquid in the cups. So ideally you put beer in the cups. So you have a pyramid of cups, like a snooker. You know when you start snooker, yeah, and you yeah, put yeah, that thing yeah. In. A triangle, make a triangle yeah. of cups, each end, and you fill it with alcohol. And you have at your end, they have it at their end, and you have a ping pong ball, and you have to basically get your ball. If your ball goes into their cup, they have to drink. Oh my god, how have we escaped this? What do you just do that home on a Saturday night? No. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think I've ever played. I have played it. I've, played it, but I've watched it. Beer pong. Beer pong. 
Yes. Listeners, have you ever heard of beer pong? Help me out okay. here. I, it's gonna, you're going to be embarrassed by this. Anyway, that was a good scene, wasn't it? So that's it? a good scene. And then her wardrobe. Her wardrobe is absolutely mm. epic because she is. Uh, she has her own art gallery, so she's very wealthy. She's gorgeous. It's lovely. But apart from that, the film, and it's set in Bali. It's absolutely beautiful. What's wrong with it then? It's just well, it's just, oh, it's even more than cheesy. It's just rubbish. It's just, mm. you know, you're watching it and you think, oh, after you finish, you think, oh, I can't believe I gave an hour and a half. Well, you were in up in the air. Well, that's another. I was good. George well, Clooney film. Do you remember? Actually. But do you remember? I said I was going to watch Black Adam with the kids. This is ages ago. Oh yeah, Black podcast. Adam. But no, no, Black, Black, Black Adam. Black yeah. Adam. Did you which watch is, by yourself? Yeah, watch by myself. I lasted fifteen minutes. Like this is. Your kids were right, weren't they? Yeah, the kids were right. So I turned that off. I was very disappointed in The Rock. Very, very disappointed. You let yourself down, The he, Rock. It's exactly what I said. You've let yourself down. Mentally, I and said Clooney's let himself down, and he, Roberts has let herself down. That it wasn't as bad as Black Adam. It, they just Fair clearly enough. took the cash, and they're where are we filming? Where are we filming? We're filming in Bali, and I get paid for it. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, too right. Yeah, right. Where are we now? We're moving on to our second uh, me some threesome. Oh right. So I can, otherwise, I can literally talk about the other films I saw on the plane, which were literally all a bag of shite. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. Okay. We'll be here all night. Um, tell me later. Anyway, I don't want to know if they're a bag of shy. Well, you do, so you save yourself from watching them. Um, I will watch Elvis, though, definitely. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, anyway, sorry. How can we watch it now? Oh, I think you can stream it anywhere. Can you? Yeah, okay. I'm sure you can stream it. Elvis. On Sky, on, not Netflix, obviously, but anywhere that you pay for it. The Sky okay. Store, you'll be able to get it. Amazon definitely. Prime. Amazon Prime. All right. Yeah, totally. I might go in for that. So I'm wearing uh, an orange roll neck from a lovely company called Hope Fashion. Remember, I've talked about them before. Yeah. Um, I never go anywhere without wearing one of their foundation slips. Have you got one of those on now? No, because I've got, tra- I've got tracky bottoms on. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, okay. A bit daft, okay, it's a dressy thing. Okay, I thought it meant vest. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, no, I've got a vest, actually, to be fair. No, I've not got that on now. I've got one. You, can I just say? What? If we roll back to the beginning oh, of no. the series. You've converted you, me. Yeah. I've been converted to the old roll neck. It makes me feel very cosy. And you're quite booby as well, aren't you? Well, that's the whole point. I said to you, didn't I? How yes. Can, how can I wear a roll neck with a, with, with a shelf for boobs, mono boob? Doesn't work. And you said you can. Just put it on. That's how you and do I'll it. Put it on and I'm, yeah, I'm doing it. Thank you. And um, yeah, so Hope Fashion. Very, very nice. Very, very nice knitwear. Very like nice foundation. Well, you like it, don't you? What other colours do it in? So, I can't remember actually. I don't know what other colours we do it in. No, I'm not. No. I'm not doing any more jumpers. No, you're not doing no, a jumper. We're no. all jumpered out. We're moving on now. But this is seeing me through and it's orange. And it actually takes me back to when I was in my 20s. When I put it on, Nick said, God, you used to have that about three decades ago. And I'm like, I did. I used to love orange. Orange is my favourite colour, but I never really wear it. This is a beautiful shade. It's like burnt orange. I know. And it's nice, isn't it? It's re- It's a very, it's almost like a pumpkin. It's very, very red. It's a red orange. Yeah. It's not like tango. Yeah. But listeners, go on to Hope Fashion. Go on to their Insta because I've got a very interesting story going on right oh. now that you might want to get involved in. I'm mm. going to say no. Can put a link up. Yeah, yeah. Put a link up. So go on. Well, do you know what I'm doing? This is, I mean, because I literally cannot be bothered to think about anything fashion related because I'm so naffed off wearing loads of clothes. I am very excited about, this is, this is how unexcited I am about anything else. I am very excited about my new retainers. Retainers? Yeah, my nighttime retainers. What's a nighttime retainer? So I, uh, just after lockdown, had um, uh, Invisalign. <gasps> oh. So reta- retainer's the new word for braces? No. Yes. Oh. Well, no, they're different. So you can still have get... you got them on now? No. Oh, well, sorry. no, I finished. I no, I finished. But I do have now, I do have actually a cemented in wire. 
Oh, that sounds painful. No, because it holds them in place, otherwise your mouth moves. The older you get... Your mouth's moving all right now. It is. The older you get, your teeth move in your mouth. Mm, Tell me about it. I know. So basically, by the end of lockdown, because I was doing all the Zooms, all the lives, I was like, Jesus, I'm steptoe. We (laughs) do. Literally, your teeth all over the place. Yeah, I mean, they, it was like uh, I looked like step toe. Honestly, they were <laughs> crossed over. <laughs> did you used to say hair arrow? Oh, I know. I, honestly, oh, and I God. was like, I've got to do something about this. Oh, step toe teeth. No one wants those. Yeah, it's funny though because nobody. Anyway, we'll, well talk they're about all perfect now. I need to whiten them now though, but I can't be able to do that. No, I've got a bit of whitener in me to use as well. Again, so hold whitening. on, why do you need a why do you need a so, retaining wall, whatever the call? It's a literally retaining wall that you wear at night. Basically, as I say, the older your teeth move, so to make sure that because you pay a lot of money, it's a lot of graft. You have to wear those bloody things twenty two hours of the day. Oh my god! I Can know. You them? No. No. Everyone loses half a stone in the first month. I was going to say. But then you learn to speed eat. I swear to God. <laughs> so I'm sure I spend more than two hours eating I a day. Sw- you, yeah, because you can't have coffee. I swear to God. So, yeah, oh. you learn to eat so quickly. Got to be dedicated. Yeah, you do. You have to be really dedicated. And you pay for it as well. It's not cheap. How do you know when they're done, when they're cooked? Well, the dentist tells you. Oh, you just got to keep going yeah. back to checkups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because you have your plate. So, so every week you change... Every week you change your um, retainers. Sounds like hard work. It's hard work. It's hard work, but it's worth it. Anyway, good. You don't look like step toe anyway. Well, there we go. You see, winner, 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 chicken dinner. Yeah, you look good. But then when you get to the end, you have to wear. I, I don't know if you have to wear it every night because every now and I forget. And I did leave one in a hotel away, so I'm not great, which is why I've got new ones. Um, but you get them, and they are amazing, and they fit, and you wear them at night. And pretty much everybody I know who has them. When you first time, you're like, I've got to wear them, what, every night, forever? Ideally, yes. You go, really? uh, yeah, I know, that's what that's the face we all make. And then you wear them, and you really like them. It's like, you know how people can't sleep without eye masks? And I can't sleep without earplugs? And now my retainer, if, yeah, I, if I... I take them because I can't sleep with anything on. Not... Be... No, I can't even sleep with, I can't sleep with an earring, and I can't sleep with rings on i can't sleep with anything well on. lucky you've got good teeth then well, because no, i think i'm, I'm, I'm well, in need. oh well you're knackered then because i love them i put them in and it's like it's like a dummy i don't know i'm not like i can ever remember having a dummy but it's really comforting putting your retainer in i promise you i promise you you don't you don't um grind your teeth oh i do find yeah well, you see yeah. not if you had a retainer Get you getting so oh, much I love fun it. Off, off your I love it. So I've got a new one. I've got a new one that is coming this week. Oh, I know, it's so exciting. yourself out. Yeah, because they get loose, so you have to have them tightened. You get, you get a new one, they make a new one. Well, your teeth look good for your age. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> cost a lot of money. They're expensive teeth. <laughs> right, what's next? Who's going next? So I'm watching. Oh, I think you've come across this bloke before. But um, but earlier this week, my, um, my mates, who got a whatsapp group with they, they, they've discovered this guy he's called luke hamnet he's on he's a big tiktoker but i don't do tiktok oh, as you no, call it no, I know. um and he's also big on insta and his um his little his little montages are so funny he's called luke hamnet you know him don't you yeah. come across yeah, him yeah, yeah, yeah and he just does these <laughs> he just does these little skits so it could be like 
horrible passport control officers or yeah. like Mardi doctor's receptionists or like he plays the set he plays like two characters but there'll be like two brothers one asking the other down that down oh, for his yeah, tea, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they don't talk they just kind of you know grunt at each grunt. other and uh and he and he plays like a mum and son it's so funny and he's moaning about wet towels on the floor and he just says all, all this stuff that as as a mum you've said a million times before like she slammed the door I'll take that door off it's inches and then see then they won't have anything to slam and like and another one go Tony get in there have a word have a word with your son and he says one thing that I always used to say when my kids were asking me to do this that and the other I'd say stick a broom up my backside and I'll do the um, sweeping up on the way out and he says that he just says things that mums say but it's this young lad with a beard he's very funny he's very very funny and we keep sending each other is these these little these little skits that he does absolutely uh, thoroughly enjoy i like the one i sent you where they thought he was on mute <laughs> and he's going like that <laughs> at the end of a team's meeting loads of f word oh, you can keep that keep yeah that, keep yeah that. He thinks he's on mute, and then he, and then it's Luke. Like, yeah, can you do, Luke, Can you just? Um, oh no, it was, was it? Afterwards? Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your feedback. Um, could you just stay on the call afterwards? I know he's I brilliant. Know. There he's is another funny. guy. There is another guy I'm going to mention as well because I love him, and he's recently done lots on cats and dogs, which sounds very weird. He's called Christopher Hall, mm. and he's absolutely brilliant. I'm going to send you some of the earlier ones because yeah. I just think he is wonderful. Oh. Like literally hysterical yeah oh he's just he's he's, he's very good very yeah. very good indeed yeah it, it reminded me a bit of, of peter k in a funny way but it's just very funny and has cheered me right up and we all need a bit of cheering up what's we not do. to love we do what's not to love well i'm gonna be cheered up next week because for my birthday um i got from my daughter we are going to see cabaret and i'm miffed aren't i i know i'm really we sorry were meant to be seeing cabaret and then your thoughtful daughter lovely daughter Bought you tickets well, bought, for your birthday. Us tickets, yeah. And I said, oh, amazing. I said, I'm going with Mary Ash. Uh, no, they're for me and you. I was like, okay, fair enough. Oh, bless her. I know, I know, I know. So I'm very, very excited to go and uh, watch Cabaret. And I did say to her, you should have seen her face. Oh, can you imagine? I said to her, so I said, oh, my God. I said, what are you going to wear? She went, what do you mean? I'm like, we're going to dress up. Her face. I said, like, you have to get involved. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's the Kit Kat Club. So it's like, it's like interactive. Her oh, face. she's not going to enjoy she, that. Well, no. I, I mean, well, clearly, can you imagine if I went in? Suspenders and a, and a smoking jacket. Funnily enough, I can. <laughs> no. The next thing, Mom, get off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seems like can't sing. <laughs> I thought it's baraoke. I've got my lights oh, mixed up. Oh, baraoke. I'm going again in September. I know. I couldn't get tickets. Could you not? No. Whether sold out like that for baraoke. And it's I think down I a think storm. I'm going in. Um, I'm going to. Um, I'm going to another one as well. You're addicted to karaoke. I'm, I'm genuinely addicted to karaoke. <laughs> He's going to be throwing you out. Oh, yes. That stalker's here again. Restraining order. <laughs> What's restraining order? Karaoke. <laughs> oh, I love it. Right. Oh. Well, that is a wrap for another week, folks. Download Been There, Done That, Got the Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us at, at Got the Podcast.